friends. Welcome to the Life is Hard, God is Good podcast. I'm Rachel Miller, and I'm so glad that you are joining me today. I want you to know, I hope you know this, but I am not a perfect human. In fact, I'm very far from perfect. So these things that I'm bringing to you isn't because I've got it all together and I have it all figured out. In fact, I'm very flawed human. My goal is to love the Lord with all my heart, soul, mind, and strength, and to love others as myself, but I often fall short. I have sinned in many ways, sometimes not knowingly, you know, I'll make a mistake. Sometimes I see a line that shouldn't be crossed and I cross it, or even the opposite way. I'd see something that needs to be done and I don't do it. I've even lived in sin where I knew that it was bad and I should have gotten out, and the only way I made it out alive was by His grace. So I want you to know that I am not a perfect human, and it really is by His grace and His mercy that I'm here sharing these things with you today. So today we're talking about God's forgiveness, because when we see who God is, it makes the hardships that we face in life seem much, much smaller. We all go through hardships, but we know that God is good through all of it, even though sometimes our perception of it and our view of it is flawed. So we get stuck in these hardships, we get stuck in our circumstances and our issues, and we miss out on the big picture of God's goodness, his mercy, and his forgiveness. We're going to jump right in to Matthew 18 to show God's forgiveness and how we are expected to forgive as well. Because there's three things I want us to see today. One, that we need forgiveness. Two, that we should forgive others. And three, that we can rest in his forgiveness. So this is Matthew 18, and this is Jesus talking, starting in verse 21. Then Peter approached him and asked, Lord, how many times shall I forgive my brother or sister who sins against me? As many as seven times? So Peter's like thinking he's really generous here, you know, like if someone is sinning against you, you know, you can forgive them one time, maybe two times. And if they come at you again, like, why would you forgive them a third time? So seven times, that's a lot. And Jesus says, I tell you, not as many as seven, Jesus replied, but 70 times seven. My friends, that's 490 times. Can you imagine someone coming and sinning against you 490 times and forgiving them each time? He says, for this reason, the kingdom of heaven can be compared to a king who wanted to settle accounts with his servants. When he began to settle accounts, one who owed 10,000 talents was brought before him. So that's a lot. Since he did not have the money to pay it back, his master commanded that he, his wife, his children, and everything he had be sold to pay the debt. So here's what I want us to see right here is it's showing God's character. God is just. So when this servant didn't have the 10,000 talents to pay back, it had to be paid. You can't just have this outstanding debt like this. So that's the justice right there. It says that he would have to, um, he would have to be sold his wife, his children, everything he had. At this, the servant fell face down before him and said, be patient with me and I will pay you everything. Then the master of that servant had compassion, released him, and forgave him the loan. So we see that because of the servant's response, he fell before the king and he said, be patient with me, I'll pay you everything. And because of the master's character, it says that he had compassion. He released him and forgave him the loan. He forgave him a lot. So that's showing God's character right there, that he is just and he is compassionate. It's both together. He's not one or the other. He is both. 
Then it says that servant went out and found one of his fellow servants who owed him a hundred denarii. So that's not a lot compared to 10,000 talents. He grabbed him, started choking him and said, pay what you owe. So that's kind of crazy to think about. You know, he was just forgiven this huge amount of money. And then he goes out to the servant who owes him a little bit. And he's like, give me my money. At this, his fellow servant fell down and began begging him, be patient with me and I will pay you back, which is exactly what the other servant had said to the king. But he wasn't willing. Instead, he went and threw him into prison until he could pay what was owed. When the other servants saw what had taken place, they were deeply distressed and went and reported to their master everything that had happened. Then after he had summoned him, his master said to him, you wicked servant, I forgave you all that debt because you begged me. Shouldn't you also have had mercy on your fellow servant as I had mercy on you? And we also see in Colossians 3.13, it says, Bearing with one another and forgiving one another if anyone has a grievance against another, just as the Lord has forgiven you, so you are also to forgive. We need forgiveness. Forgiveness from sin is the only way to salvation. I think sometimes we think our sin is very small and it doesn't matter. It does. Sin is what separates us from God. In James 2.10, it says, For whoever keeps the whole law and yet stumbles at just one point is guilty of breaking all of it. So it's not like, oh, I just messed up here. You know, I like had a little lie and then, but it's not a big deal. No, that's, it's separating you from God. And it's not something that we can earn that forgiveness on our own. We can't be good enough on our own and cancel out the bad with good actions. Our righteous acts are like filthy rags, is what Isaiah tells us. And without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness. So there has to be some sort of sacrifice to cover the sin. God doesn't just let us into heaven. He is good, which means he is just. He doesn't let the wicked go unpunished. Sometimes we think our sin is small. And the truth is that that's what separates us from God. And we need to be aware of that and realize that we do need forgiveness. It's not something that we can do. And sometimes we think our sin is too big and that God is too small. Like, oh, I messed up so bad. There's no way that God could forgive me. If he knew what I did, if he knew the decisions that I made and how I hurt people, he would not be able to forgive me. My friends, our sin does separate us from God and it is a big deal. But God is way bigger than our sin. If you think about different characters in the Bible, such as Paul, who used to be Saul, he would persecute and kill Christians before he was called by God and he changed his life. Or King David in the Old Testament, he committed adultery and murder, and yet he was called a man after God's own heart. God can forgive anything. Your sin is not too big and our God is not too small that you cannot be forgiven. God is way bigger than us, way bigger than our sin. He doesn't just hold us down and beat us up. He offers a way out and that is forgiveness. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us and to purify us from all unrighteousness. And I love this in Psalm 1. Oh, three verses eight through 12, it says the Lord is compassionate and gracious, slow to anger, abounding in love. He will not always accuse, nor will he harbor his anger forever. He does not treat us as our sins deserve. As we know, the wages of sin is death 
or repay us according to our iniquities. For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his love for those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. So no longer does our sin separate us from God, but God separates us from our sin. And because of this great forgiveness that he has given us, we must also forgive others, just as it says in in Colossians 3. God does not have to forgive us as if he owes us something. He is perfect and he is powerful. We, on the other hand, are flawed and weak. And in the same way, our fellow humans are also flawed and weak. God forgives us out of his gracious nature. He is slow to anger and abounding in love. He does not owe us anything. And what do you think our fellow humans owe us? We are not better than or worse than anyone. Sin is sin. Just as we said, you know, one sin is enough not to make it to heaven. To miss the mark and fall short of God's glory. That's what separates us from him. In Romans 3.23, it says that for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. So if you've lied just one time, it's just as bad as killing someone. There's no just, oh, I cheated just a little, or I was just a little unkind. That's, it's sin. So why do we think we are higher than others? Stop holding them down and beating them up in your heart and in your mind to pay this debt that they owe you. You are not perfect. You have hurt others too, just as others have hurt you. You have hurt others, maybe even unintentionally. Sometimes we look at our intentions and not the impact we have on others. But we tend to judge others by their impact and not their intentions. Only our Father is perfect. And He forgives. It's not that He owes us. It's that He is so gracious and compassionate that He forgives. It's out of His character. And that's how we are able to forgive others, not on our own accord, because we have very selfish desires. So we have to rely on him to let them free, whoever it is that you're holding on to, whoever you're beating up in your heart and in your mind to pay this debt that they owe you. You have to rely on God to let them free from that debt in your heart and in your mind. It's not easy. It can be a process for sure. I know there's a couple people in my life that I felt that they really mistreated me, that somehow they owed me or hurt me in a way that I didn't deserve or it was uneven that I had been good to them or that I hadn't even done anything wrong and that they had hurt me terribly. And it took a long time and a lot of prayer because it felt like to me that they were wrong and I was right. Do you have someone like that? It took me a long time to forgive and I did not do it in my own power. Only by God's grace do I have forgiveness in my heart where I can let go of that and not hold on to a grudge or judge them in my heart so that I can no longer hold it against them. Because I know, in the same way, I've hurt other people. Even if it was unintentional, I've had an impact where I've hurt people. And sometimes intentionally, too. And just as God has forgiven me, even though he owes me nothing, I need to forgive others. And it's not because what happened isn't real. But God changed my perspective and my heart to remind me that I'm like them. I mess up. I also look out for my own interests sometimes instead of the interests of others. I also fall short of God's glory. There's a song by Mumford and Sons called There Will Be Time. And my favorite line in it, this is my favorite song of all time. 
and there's a line at the end of the song, why do I keep falling? And that's one of my favorite questions to think about. Why do I keep falling? Why do I keep falling into sin? Why do I keep falling in love with things that are not God? Why do I keep falling short of the glory of God? When instead, I should be falling on my knees in adoration of him who is holy, holy, holy. I should be falling on my knees to confess and turn from my sinful desires. I should be falling on my knees humbly before the king of the heavens and the earth. And because he has forgiven me, I can forgive others who also fall short. Forgiveness is not easy. Some of you have really hard situations, whether that be abuse, neglect, rejection, abandonment. Those hurt. You might not even done anything to deserve that. You didn't do anything against them. It doesn't mean that those things aren't real. They're very real. They're hurtful and terrible things. Forgiveness is not saying that it's okay, because it's not. Forgiveness also doesn't mean that you need to have a relationship with them, especially in the case of abuse. If someone is hurting you physically, sexually, they are abusing you. That's not someone that you need to forgive a relationship with, where they keep hurting you like that, because I don't want you to be hurt again. But forgiveness is letting that go putting it in God's hands and not in your own hands. And that's something where we really have to rely on God's strength to forgive. That's not something we can do on our own. God did nothing wrong and is perfect, and yet we sin against him. Even if we think it's just something small like a lie, that's a big deal because he is perfect and we fall short. We owe him the biggest debt, and he forgave us. So in the same way, we should forgive others. And that's not something that comes easily. It's not. And you might not be able to even do that today. But I encourage you to really pray about that and seek after God earnestly in helping you to change your heart so that you can forgive others. We can rest in his forgiveness. We don't need to earn it. We don't need to be good enough. We can't be good enough. We need to stop seeking satisfaction elsewhere. It's only in his forgiveness. His forgiveness is sufficient. All else does not matter because this life will pass away. Why are you chasing after things that will pass away? Heaven and earth will pass away, but his words will never pass away. If you are forgiven, you have eternity with our Father. Forgiveness helps us to have a relationship with him and a relationship with others. In the case of abuse, I personally recommend forgiveness and not necessarily having a relationship with them. You can do that where you forgive and not have contact with someone who is hurting you in in that way. However, a lot of the time, forgiveness is coincides with reconciliation and having that right relationship just as we can have a right right relationship with God because he forgave us. He is so gracious to not only forgive us, but he adds us into his family. We are his children. We are made heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ. In Romans 8, it says, He did not even spare his own son, but offered him up for us all. How will he not also with him grant us everything? We can come to him 
with all things, and we should come to him. We can come to him with all things, and we should. In Philippians 4, it says, Don't worry about anything, but in everything, through prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. Forgiveness is to get right with God, not just to go on our merry way and to do things on our own again. That's how we messed up in the first place, trying to do things on our own and living in our own wisdom. Instead, forgiveness gets us right with God, and we can continue going to him for guidance, going to him for protection from the evil one, going to him for provision for our daily bread, going to him to have love in our hearts for others. Lord, forgive us our debts as we forgive those who have trespassed against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. May we ask God for forgiveness. May we forgive those who have wronged us. May we seek God to help us on the right way so that we don't fall into temptation, but we fall into his arms, fall into his hands. Thank you for joining me today for the Life is Hard, God is Good podcast as we've been talking about different character traits of God. Uh, We have some things coming up where I want to be diving into some hard questions. So if you have hard questions, if you could ask God anything, I want you to share what that question would be. Not that I have all the right answers, but I'd love to help dive in together with you because we all have hard questions. So whatever those are, let me know. And if you have someone that you'd love to hear on the podcast, please share with me. I'd love to get some more people on the podcast to interview and just hear other believers and how God is working in their lives and what he is saying to us because we are God's children and what is he saying to our brothers and sisters. You can join us on Instagram at Life is Hard, God is Good podcast. We have a Facebook group where we we also share weekly encouragement and please find us on different podcast platforms. You can comment, share, rate, write reviews. I'd love to hear if this is encouraging your walk with the Lord. Have a great week. May the Lord bless you and keep you.